Hey guys, happy Monday evening. I'm coming into you last minute recording of the podcast this week and that's a beautiful success for me. I appreciate that it's still happening before Tuesday. Um, before we get started and talking about our True Colors meditational journey that we've been taking in this podcast, I want to take just a quick brief moment to advertise a few of my events that are going on. I'm not going to inundate you with a ton of lists of different events that are going on, but there are a couple of really great healing circles happening in November to honor protecting your energy and releasing stress, as well as I have a couple of really great collaborative events happening virtually. So you don't even have to come to us. You can just simply sit at home in your cozies and join in. I've got one with the Soul Sisters from the Soul Sister Sunday retreats that I do. That's going to be a half day virtual retreat. And then I've got a collaborative with uh, Meredith, Dr. Meredith McMichael from here at the office. We're going to be talking about boundaries and how to set healthy boundaries as we move into the holidays. So some really great stuff as we move into November. Check out the events tab on my website and let me know if I can hook you up with any information. Okay. So let's talk about our journey so far. We have been on a True Colors meditational journey and we've had an adventure so far. So if you're coming into this journey and you haven't listened to any of the previous four podcasts, I think, then go back. Check out the True Colors meditational journey from the beginning. We offer a little bit of an intuitive reading through the Enos Agal Secret Language of Color Cards deck, welcoming in certain colors to offer us inspiration. I sh pulled the cards out, shared what they felt for me, and then we started connecting with our energy through visual journeys or meditations. And uh, we've journeyed through the brilliance color, and now we're journeying through the red color. Last week, we had the visual journey or meditation, however you want to look at it, of the red color. And this one really has taken me by surprise, as the brilliance did. Um, I have really enjoyed the notion of this red color. And again, I would love to hear what you've experienced along the way. So if you haven't listened to it yet, pause this episode, go back and listen to the previous one. Even if you're driving down the road, we try not to make it super heavy meditative. Of course, Always be safe when you're, if you're embracing it as a meditation, please be safe. Do not drive. If you, if you feel like you're getting all Zen in the middle of the meditation, don't drive, don't operate heavy machinery, be safe with your energy and your body and yourself. Um, however, there has been some really great spaces that people have been listening to these podcasts and doing these visual journeys that are not your typical, usual meditative place. And it gives us experience. It gives us permission to explore this energy in our day-to-day -day lives and our day-to-day -day activities that maybe we wouldn't have thought of before. So, but we'll get to that. Um, yeah, the red color, the red color visual journey took us through embracing the visual of a flower and what that looked like and what that felt like. And it gave us permission to look at ourselves a little bit deeper and there's red energy a little bit deeper. Um, and I love how it's given us permission to celebrate our vibrancy. It's given us permission to connect and witness that passionate, energetic self again. I feel like sometimes that passionate, energetic, vibrant self lately has been put on the back burner to simply survive life over the past few years. And in a 
in an environment universally that feels a bit chaotic and in a life that sometimes can be overwhelming, it is a beautiful thing to take a moment to pause and connect with our vibrancy. I realized, hang on, I did not, do not disturb any of my stuff. So I need to shut my phones off and my computer off so that they don't interrupt this podcast. Um, it's given us permission, this red color, to reconnect with that again. And that's been a beautiful thing. It also has supported us with awareness of the energy or emotions that are no longer serving us. Maybe things that have been sitting heavy on us or things that we've moved through that are maybe patterns we don't want to keep or thoughts that we don't want to have. This meditation has helped us see them, visualize them, name them, and release them. So that's been awesome at giving us permission to move past that. So I love this meditation for where it has developed and what it has offered us. So I just wanted to share some of my experiences and some of the experience of people that have reached out to me. So when I first did the red meditation for myself as a listener, I actually did it while I was getting ready in the morning. When I was making myself breakfast and while I got ready for my day, I was listening to it. And Usually that's not where I meditate. Usually I meditate either in the morning when my daughter's eating breakfast or somewhere throughout the day. Having this play in the background while I was getting ready for my day really just logistically did something for me that I wasn't expecting. If I'm going to be anxious, if my anxiety is going to be triggered, it's going to be in the morning. My thoughts are in five different directions easily every morning. And sometimes that is very overwhelming for me. And listening to this meditation gave me a tool to focus on. So in a more anxious time frame, I was actually quite focused and easy to move through my day with less anxiety because my mind wasn't focusing on all the things I needed to accomplish for the day. It was focusing on connecting with my more passionate, vibrant self. What a beautiful way to start the day. Now I'm like, okay, let's do this again. And I love the notion of taking the visual journey and tucking it into our life where we wouldn't normally put a meditation. Yes, in these meditations, there is absolutely the opportunity to sit down and get Zen and go within. There's also the opportunity to listen to it with more awake awareness as far as being physically awake and active. We, in our last episode, we talked about someone that actually listened to it while they were painting their new office. That was a fantastic time to listen to it. The vibe, the brilliance meditation, nonetheless, perfect place to, to listen to it. So, um, what I saw for the first journey was a single red rose and it was a deeper, richer color to start with. And there were three petals that I needed to, that I got to, not that I needed to, that I got to remove from this flower. One was a fear of lack, one represented rejection, and the third represented feeling alone, which felt odd to me that I was not one that I really was expecting to come up. When I had the three petals that I recognized in the vision in my mind, that third one of being alone, I thought, oh, that's a different one. That's something that I definitely got to explore more through my process, through this journey. But isn't that what these journeys are for? To bring up 
the energy that we're not understanding and help us explore it deeper. That's exactly where we're here. So one of the cool things that happened in this visual journey for me is as I was pulling off the dead petals, light came from underneath the flower to brighten the flower up. It's like I could start to see the sunlight that broke through these petals and it made the flower more vibrant and brighter. The notion that releasing these, these energies that didn't serve me help to honor that light and creates a vacuum or a space in my life for that brightness and that lightness to infuse more. So I love the symbolic nature of that and I am excited to practice that in my day-to-day -day process. Practice that by recognizing the thoughts, recognizing my emotions, and cultivating the activities that help me choose healthy, more positive, brighter, vibrant thoughts and practices. So um, that was my experience when I listened to the shower. And with these meditation, it's actually quite powerful when you can listen to them a couple of times. Because when you listen to them a couple of times, you're coming to the meditation as a different person each day. If you start off with this visual journey, we'll call it. If you start off with this visual journey in one space, and then at the week, you're feeling different at the end, the second one may have more insight as to or may have more release energy or may be a little bit more of a challenging or may offer more awareness. We're different each day. Our energy is different. So we get to explore these processes in different ways. So the second time I actually saw a carnation. And one of the things, like I started to see the rose and then it shifted into a carnation. And one of the things that I realized is that it went from a rose to a carnation because the carnation had many more petals that were intermixed. And it was that notion that the more petals in the flowers represented more possibilities and that I got to be open to more possibilities, no matter how they looked, whether they were a more velvety petal of the rose or more of a crinkled intermixed petal of the carnation. So that was kind of a cool notion when I did my, did this meditation a second time. Um, and for the second time, I removed the notion of lack. I removed the notion of negative thinking and I was able to connect with that notion of feeling alone and where it resonated in my life. And it was in a place I didn't expect. Um, so I appreciated the continued journey through the meditation to connect with that energy a little bit deeper and understand it a little bit deeper and even debunk it. Like that notion that that feeling that I was having that I didn't recognize or hadn't labeled before isn't truth. And it isn't a reality in my life. It's a fear in my mind or in my heart that I get to remove. So part of this process as we move th through this energy is debunking what isn't truth to us along the way. And how powerful is that? So that was my experience. That was what I found along the way. As we share as a community, we grow as a community. And when you share your stories, somebody else could hear that and it could truly help them connect and understand their story deeper or it could help them the next time they do this meditation, they could um, use that as an inspiration to find their flower and find their vibrancy. So as always, please reach out with your experiences. And if you're, and if you're okay with it, 
I'll share it on the podcast. Okay. Um, I did have people share that things that they were releasing were fear, um, blocks, negative thinking, rejection, um, struggles within work projects or struggles within their home environment. So it was really nice to have a variety of things that people connected with. And some of the things that people were releasing were more logistical. Some of the other things that people were releasing were more spiritual or emotional. And it gets to be a little bit of both because that's what makes up our whole self, right? Okay, so I had a couple of people that connected with me about their meditation experience along this journey that I wanted to share with you too. So I had someone reach out, Heather reached out and said that she saw a red, fully blooming English rose and that she was holding that rose in her hand. However, that rose was still connected to the ground because she didn't like the notion of cutting that flower out of the earth. And I loved the descriptive nature of that. I love the visual experience she was able to connect to within her meditation. Now I know that this visual type of visual experience and descriptive nature isn't always something that everybody connects with and it doesn't create or validate a better experience than another. We come to these meditations as individuals each time we visit. Sometimes they're more descriptive and immersive. Sometimes they're a little bit lighter and less descriptive. And both are important. So she said that when she had this flower in her hands in this visual journey, that she, the zoom, the view zoomed out and that she was able to see the whole bush. And on this bush, there was various states of blooming within the roses. And I loved the notion of zooming out, honoring higher perspective in life, reminding us we get to zoom out from the experience that we're caught in and offer and seek a higher perspective. And I also love the notion of the different states of bloom that she saw on the flowers. It honors that we are in different states of bloom within different times of our life, but also in different areas of our life. We may feel fully open and blossomed in one area, and we may feel closed or worn out in another. And that's okay. That's what makes this beautiful process of growth and renewal within our life. So I love those visuals and that she was willing to share them with us. She said that some of the things that came up for her is that she doesn't have to hold her emotions forever. And that as pruning a bush is healthy, so is learning from your emotions and letting them go. I love that notion. Can't say it any better myself. That's a beautiful way of acknowledging that we get to grow and heal through our emotions. And as we let things go, we're making space to allow more into our life. Thank you for sharing, Heather. I love that inspiration we get to offer people. So then also I had uh, Meredith, Dr. Meredith McMichael reached out to me again and shared her experiences through this meditation. And the first time she did the meditation uh, she, with a red flower, she said that she saw a field of red, red flowers and that this field of red flowers honored her not being confined um, and that it opened her up to the possibilities and honored that she doesn't necessarily play by the rules and that she has the potential to lean into many different avenues of 
and ways of being and growing and expressing herself. And I loved the freedom in the way she expressed that. And I love the freedom with that visual of the whole field of flowers. And she said she felt like the flowers around her were the people's vibration that she was helping to raise in her journey. And I love that notion. It was honoring the community and how she gets to influence the community around her and how she gets to support those that she works with on a regular basis. Um, and she also said that she felt like they were multiplying and spreading the notion of pollination, honoring that growth and that expansion. Love that the visual of the flower, the field of flowers and the expansion of that field of flowers really is a powerful way to embrace that notion of expansion and abundance in your life. Thank you for sharing Meredith. And she said that, yes, there were leaves that were dying off underneath, but this helped honor the releasing of what no longer served her, making room for new growth. And that, again, is another theme that has been plentiful in many people's visual journey was with this. And then she actually connected with me later and said when she did it the second time, she saw a single daisy, red daisy, actually. And she even commented the notion of whether that red daisy was a thing or not. But that single red daisy, and it was a diff it was different types of red. There was some burgundy in the beginning, and then it shifted to magenta. And you know me, I'm a sucker for colors. So I love the notion of taking that red color and adding those accent colors into it. So the notion of burgundy, she said, was that mix of that red and purple. And to me, that purple honors a higher awareness. So as we allow this awareness to connect with our life, we build a connection to those passions. We build a connection. We get to have that awareness and that vibrancy. And man, when they, when they come together, it offers a really rich experience throughout our life. And then she said that the flower shifted to a magenta, the notion of adding the pink with the red. And... The notion of adding that pink to that red, as we've talked about the, before, that pink color honors a self-care. But that magenta color we have visited with, the, with in the past and worked with in the past, and it felt before like that magenta honored a reminder to have that deep faith in, in ourself, having a bold faith in ourself and as we move forward, trusting that instinct, trusting that intuitive notion of how we want to move forward and having that bold faith in where we are led. So I love that she was able to connect with those colors and take that red color and allow those accent colors into it, excuse me, to help her connect with this meditation on a new level. And she said the second time around that she was letting go of excuses, insecurities, debt, and unhealthy habits. And I love that. I love the notion of letting go of things that are that feel more logistic versus energetic and emotional. And that each time we come to these meditations, maybe it's different. I have a tendency to lean into the energetic and, energetic and emotional, but I also love the notion of seeing some of those petals on those flowers, logistic things that we are looking to remove in our life. And it's a really great way to embrace the energy that we get to let go of these things that are not working in our life. We get to let go of these 
patterns or these routines in our life that are no longer serving us. And maybe it starts with energy first and moves into the goal setting and the removal of them within our life on a day-to-day -day basis. So very cool. I love those shares and I really appreciate both of them for sharing with me uh, what they experienced. I encourage you to go back and listen to the red meditation again before we come up with the amber meditation. That's our next color on this journey is the amber meditation. And I ask you, you really encourage you to go back and listen to that again. If you have any experiences along the way that you would like to share with me through this journey or in general with anything that we talk about on the podcast, let me know. We can share it here with others. Because if you're thinking it, maybe somebody else is thinking it. If you're questioning it, maybe somebody else is questioning it. And if you're experiencing it, maybe somebody else is experiencing it as well. So there you go. Always remember to celebrate your uniquely beautiful self, connect with that unique divine expression within, and keep on moving forward. Live a passionate, wonderful, vibrant life. You get to. And just as a reminder, that any of the tips, tricks, or ideas within this meditation are meant for spiritual entertainment and enlightenment purposes only. If you have any physical or mental health concerns, please seek a physical or mental health professional. And if you are, when you are sharing your experiences, if you're open to it, let me know if you're open to me sharing your name or if you would like to keep it anonymous. Or you can share a little voice clip and I'll add it in that way. Anyway, thank you very much and have a uniquely beautiful day.